The Grow Your Group Show, Episode 3. Giving you the tools you need to recruit more people, raise more money, and change more lives. It's the Grow Your Group Show with your host, Mike Cooney. Friends, this episode of the Grow Your Group Show is brought to you by Dashlane. If you're anything like me, you've got about a billion passwords to remember, and you're always putting in the wrong one. And then you get locked out, and you've got to do the whole lost password thing, and it's really a pain. This used to bug me to no end until I got Dashlane. Dashlane remembers all my passwords for me, and my sit around and wait for the lost password email days are a thing of the past. It also makes online shopping a breeze by remembering your credit card information, and Dashlane leads the industry in security using the strongest encryption available to protect your passwords and personal data. And I know you're thinking, Mike, I haven't got big bucks to spend on something like this. So here's the kicker. Dashlane is absolutely free. Check them out today at MikeCooney.net slash Dashlane. That's MikeCooney.net slash Dashlane. Now on with the show. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Grow Your Group. The website is MikeCooney.net slash Grow Your Group. I have a regular blog I maintain there. And you can find all the other episodes we've done and will continue to do right there. If there's any topic you'd like to hear covered on the show, or if you have questions or comments, feel free to shoot me an email at info at mikecooney.net. I would love to hear from you. You can support the show by doing your Amazon shopping through my link at mikecooney.net slash Amazon or with a small donation at mikecooney.net slash Patreon. Your support helps keep us going. So I thank you in advance for that. Today, I've got my buddy Dave Perry on the show. Dave recently retired after a long career in scouting, highlighted by an 11-year run as the executive director for the Southern New Jersey Council and a seven-year term as the director of development for the Connecticut Rivers Council. Dave is an all-around great guy, really down-to-earth. You're really going to like him, and he's got a really great way of putting things. He just makes you see the world a little bit differently, and uh, and he's it's 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 a real fun episode. I asked him about uh, asked him to talk about fundraising and volunteer recruitment. Uh, there is some real gold in this episode, and I hope you enjoy it. You can find the show notes page at mikecooney.net slash three, where we'll, we have a bunch of stuff we go over in the episode. I spoke to Dave over the phone from his home in Eastern Connecticut. Thank you and enjoy. Dave Perry, welcome to the show. Well, Mike, it's good to be here. Uh, it's good so, to talk to you. Thank you, sir. So just tell us a little bit about yourself. I am uh, currently uh, uh, retired. Uh, I spent 36 years uh, uh, with the Boy Scouts, starting out as a district executive in Connecticut and then a field director in Connecticut and scout executive in southeastern Mass and then southern New Jersey and then back to Connecticut as a uh, director of development at Connecticut River until I retired three years ago. So how did you come to work for the Boy Scouts? Well, I had a great experience as a kid, and my dad was scoutmaster. Uh, we started a he started a troop in Windsor Locks, where I grew up. And what, uh, what troop was it? Still going strong, Troop Two Sixty Three. Nice. And so I, I just had a great experience. Yeah. So where did you go to school? I went to UConn uh, and got out, and and uh, was was looking for something uh, that you guys know, thought I could make a difference. And uh, started was with the state for a little while at the 
Department of Metal Retardation at the, the old Mansfield Training School. And sure. Joined the Boy Scouts in 78, just finding working for the state wasn't my cup of tea. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> and it was, um, it was just a great experience over, uh, and all kinds of great people along the way that, that, uh, obviously make it all happen. Scouting's all volunteer and, Oh yeah. As a professional, we just kind of, kind of help it along and steer it, and sometimes try to hang on tight and <laughs> sort of push it the way you want it to go. Yeah. What were some of the events you get to help make happen? Oh, oh my goodness! You know, over the years, I was just telling somebody that, uh, you know, we were talking about running activities for uh, the volunteer group that I'm involved in now, and I, you know, I said I thought about it for a second, and I said, well, I've probably done about ten thousand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably a slight exaggeration, although not only much. such. I mean, you figure, you know, I'm thinking, you know, like, like my record for 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 working events in one day was I think I did five. <laughs> so, oh, it's just like, it's just amazing. But uh, I know, I, I, the, I, the I, most, yeah, I know I did four FOS presentations say, in one day. <laughs> uh, well, it's probably the most. Uh, the one that was most memorable, memorable to me was the um, when I was down in southern New Jersey. It was the hundredth anniversary of scouting. We did a big uh, encampment and show that ended in a fireworks right along the kind of the main road in southern New Jersey, and it just turned into a just a spectacular event that was uh, just. You know, just capped it all. I mean, that along with maybe some big development things that we did in at camp that um, you know really made a difference in the kind of experience kids had at camp. Or, sure. I guess among the the many, many, many highlights, and there were there were lots. So I think it's sort of a mystery to people. I think you know people the idea. You know, I think people know what a DE does. What does a scout executive actually do, other than you know sit in an office and with the door closed? You know? Well, I used to joke about it. But, <laughs> I mean, you do about eighteen things, all of which you stink at. Yeah, well, just to somebody. <laughs> no matter what you're doing, you're but, wrong to somebody. Well, seriously, I mean, you. I mean, you just. I mean, you steer the ship. You steer the board. Uh, directors who you, who the scouting executive works for to, you know, carry out the mission and the long range goals of the, the organization. You, you know, you build fundraising campaigns. You try to hire great staff to, yeah. to, um, uh, you know, run the districts or run the camps or all the other things that we do. And, so and, people, people to go out and have the fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, you you try to develop some long range plans and goals that are that are uh, aggressive. We you know, that really kind of take the organization forward and get a better experience for kids and along the way. And recruitment programs for members and uh, new volunteers. It, it just you know it's the, the length and breadth of the organization. Um, capital campaigns to fund camp improvements and. Um, you know, I was participating in a lot of merger discussions with, with councils and participated in several, several mergers that, um, um, ended up being really good and positive. So, I mean, it's just, just, it's so broad. It's just, but mostly it's working with volunteers to help 
achieve common goals, you know. Um, and I think the connections are deeper than people sort of think. It's you know, I, mean, I know I still get calls from volunteers three districts ago, and they're just nice calls. You know, oh yeah, how, 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 yeah. How are the kids oh, yeah. doing? No, for sure. Yeah, yeah sort of, for yeah, sure. Sort of, I still have great friends. Do, do your all best over to throw yourself all over it. the Northeast. One of the things that I think you're really good at um, is going after is sort of big picture and going after big gifts and finding people where you wouldn't think to find them. I think the great line you used to have was the, you know, the volunteer you need is right under your nose or the money you need is right under your nose. So how do you, what's, you know, what do you think makes a good fundraiser or a good recruiter? I mean, I think it's one and the same. Uh, I guess being able to talk about the, and being passionate about the goals and mission and the, but, Maybe kind of bringing it home with real, real life examples of how yeah storytelling scouting changes scouting changes lives and and, uh, and just not being facile about asking. I mean, you know, when you're immersed in it, and 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 people like to be asked for help and for expertise, and and you know, we have. I guess maybe the you mentioned something that I used to say to you and others was, you know, everybody and everything we need is right under our nose. And I still believe that. There's so many scouting current families, but when you throw in the, you know, past members and, and uh, all we got to do is find them. And, yeah. and uh, whether they're in our program now, which is right under our nose, or they're currently supporting us in some way, maybe in a small way, and, but if they would ask uh, for something more significant, they would do it. But we just need to do our homework. We need to ask the right questions of people. We need to start people talking. You know, yeah. that, that, that book um, that you and I have talked about before, yeah. uh, Let's Have Lunch Together, is a great Yeah, Let's Have Lunch Together. Of, you know, let's Have Lunch Together, exactly. Yep. Right. What, that, that, it's just about... How to pick people's brain and let them let them talk. Let them talk about what's important to them and what you know what their experiences were in scouting, or you know how it affected their child, or how being a leader changed their life. You know, and every almost everybody you talk to, if you let them talk and you ask the right questions, like tell me something about yourself. Tell me when you're not scouting. What are you doing? Uh, so building the, building the rapport questions. I think is the, yeah, the it's the inside basic questions stuff. that let people talk that open it up. You know, tell me if there's something really special that happened to a scout in your troop or your pack. Um, I always find you get amazed when you ask those. It's like it's all about asking the right questions and and then then saying to be able to connect the dot and say, oh. This person really loves the scouting program. Sure. They own a construction company. We've got a project at camp. Let's, let's ask the next question. Would, what would you think about, uh, helping us at camp with this particular project? And then let where, them talk again. Where, where uh, are you going to find the next, where are you going to find the next Chuck Thurlow? Um, was, was a great volunteer we both know. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, yeah. It's, 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 Asking the right questions and letting people talk, and um, but closing the loop and asking, yeah, uh, what do you think you could do to help us? Are there some things that you see that we're not doing today 
that we could be doing? And is there something you think you could do to help us get there? And not, really, not trying to pigeonhole people. Yeah, just yeah. Uh, you know, we too often, you know, I think from the scouting professional side, some of our people look at our our volunteers and think of them as as just I should be just the scoutmaster or just the scouting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mean to belittle that, but it's like. They they could they could be the president of Bank of America. They could oh, yeah. be the the president of Colt Manufacturing. That a friend of mine who was a camp ranger happened to find out when he was talking to one of his 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 dads sitting at the trading post table. You just never know. And but if you don't ask and you don't start people talking, you you never you'll you'll continue to think. Um, you know, here's just another dad with his son sitting at the table when it could be, yes, another dad sitting at your table, but somebody that can help us in a significant way. Yeah. I know that, you know, like I had the experience of going through and a, a, a brand new committee chair is running his recharter up to me in, you know, late December to get it in, you know, t- coming to my house to drop his charter off yep. on a Saturday yep. and I'm looking through it and I'm like looking at his application and oh yeah. You're the commander of the sub base. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. How about that? They, they I mean, and, and a lot of packs, I mean, it's right on the application. What do you do? <laughs> what yeah. are your hobbies? They're right on there. And, and that's when you might say, is, is there a time maybe I could stop by and talk to you about? Yeah. Uh, and even where if, you can yeah. get on their turf and in their setting and yeah, you know, that talk was about. Where, yeah, going to his turf yeah. was, you know, men with guns will meet you at the door, and then you'll get in the back of a truck. <laughs> huh? uh, that was yeah. you know, when I went, that was, you know, we're going to go there. I know you've had some, you know, and you've had some huge home runs that, you know, made, you know, had huge financial impacts on the council and huge other impacts, you know, yeah. on councils yeah. just from I mean, conversations. Yeah, well, we go back to that that statement, everybody that we need is under our nose, and, you know, I think you're probably talking about, one of the people I found when I first yeah. arrived here in Hartford as director of development when uh, it was 2008 during the financial meltdown. It was a fiscal crisis, as all of us can remember, of of uh, gargantuan uh, size and scope, and the business community was being crushed. And here I am trying to raise money in a new place where I don't know people, and so I went to the first place I could think of was so let's look at who we've got, who's who's helping us with some of our, I, I ran a number of, of the council, uh, the large council fundraising events. One of them was a golf tournament, and I saw a company with a regular supporter, and there was a name attached to that, that particular foursome group that had probably done it for eight or ten years, and I said, Maybe there's somebody here, along with a few others on that list. I tried to get to meet people. I tried to reach the contact person who turned out to be the the administrative assistant for the person that was the chief financial officer of the Fortune 500 company. He turned out to go to the same scout camp as I did, and I was finally able to get him to talk to him. Uh, wow. We talked about experience at camp and how he wanted to help, and I offered him an opportunity to help with our golf tournament. And uh, he's, he's probably been individually responsible for raising 
it'd be, well, probably $2 million in regular operating for the council since that time. And so you just never know. And there are lots of times it just turns up empty, it turns up blank. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it's the one that leads you to the other. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's the one that that just makes a huge impact. And you just got to keep working it because everybody we need is right under our nose, Michael. Yeah, and we, and we can't, you know, and like we said this the last time, is you can't be afraid to, you know, you can't really soft sell it. You, you know, what you're, you know, like we had talked last time of, uh, you know, you make a small ask and it, it doesn't seem important. And when you make a big one, you know, it seems like, well, they thought enough of me to ask me to do this. You know, I'm, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and I think like we've talked before, it's, you know, don't be, be afraid to tell somebody that, uh, that a job is really important. It's not going to be necessarily easy. Yeah. But, you know, we think you're the right person for this and you can really make a difference. And too often we undersell the, the need and the role. And, um, I think we lose people that way sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Um, by just underselling it. And it's like, well, if it's so unimportant and it's so easy, you know, why do you want me? Why do you, you could just get anybody to do that. Yeah. Um, as, a, as opposed to, this is really important. You're, uh, you're great at what you do and scouting and kids need you for fill in the blank, you know, and this is what I'm going to do to help you. And, uh, but we really need your leadership. We really need, you know, whatever it is, whatever it happens to to be the need for it. But, um, and making a direct ask, you know, yeah. face-to-face, uh, you know, over the phone, email, text, to a broad group of people. Oh, the, the front of the room, help the, the, the front of the room ask it's kills like, me. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's always one of those, you know, it was always the surprise front of the room ask that got me. You know, like you'd have a volunteer, I need someone to do this for us. Whoa! <laughs> Don't do that! Yeah, no, I, um, no. I know, yeah, we had, I know. We had two guys in mind. We we're going to ask them next week. Lucky, but, but yeah, sometimes you do. Yeah. Um, usually, though, by those, you know, those people tend to find you before you even have to make that broad ask. You know, it's the guy sort no, of like, you know, that's true. That's sort of like true. George Washington yeah. showing up at, uh, you know, show up in his in his uniform to do uh, the Continental Congress. I think <laughs> that guy wants the job. Um, yeah, yeah, right. I, you right. Know, and I think it's at every level. You know, I think we we soft sell den leader. I know. We, you know, we soft. And I mean that could be the most important job you know you're going to yep. sit in a room yep. with you know 10 six-year-olds that's horrifying to me and i have a four-year-old and two-year-old and adds up to six um you well, know it's, first, it's a scary first job first thing so wrong about that first thing wrong about that mike is you're not going to be sitting that's yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Or, 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 or you'll be climbed on. Um, you know, as as you know, tigers will climb on you if you get low. Like yeah, you'll be running and you'll be thinking. Uh, this reminds me of herding cats. Yeah, it's, but it's a huge job and it's a lifelong. I mean, it, 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 is, it, 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 it is. It is. I'm kidding, but oh yeah. Um, I actually just was. Yeah. You know, the one of my one of my assistant scoutmasters just passed away. And his wife was my tiger den leader. So after the funeral, oh, we, talked, yeah. we were talking about, you know, the church where, oh, I, yeah. where I was recruited in 1985. Yep. Just to make yep. you feel old, I'm throwing that yep. in there. <laughs> throwing the 1985 yep. Yep. when I was a tiger. Yeah. So, um, 
I mean, I think that's you know, Michael. Yeah. I no, I was never <laughs> cute. Um, but yeah, we have to get over that fear and no. And you know, if someone's going to say no, we move on to the next one. You know, as you've said, bless. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I had somebody tell me once, you know, be be thankful that you got a no because I need you one closer to getting a yes. Uh, and it's like, oh, you know, that's true. You know, you don't really strike out in finding who you need. Well, and the uh, no's good. You want until you get, you want, yeah. you're gonna have to get some no's, and and you and want the more those. you get, the, more, the closer, the closer you are to getting yes. So because you'd rather get the uh-huh. no now than the, you know, oh yeah, I wasn't doing the job for the last six months. You know, yeah. I've told yeah. you, told you right yeah. ahead, I'm not doing it. Um, and sometimes that no will lead you to the next person. I can't do this, but you know who could? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, exactly. that, that's led me, exactly. led me, yeah. led the right way a number of times. Yeah, and the other yeah. thing I think you yeah, know, really true. just just being optimistic. I mean, I think we have to, I mean, that's the toughest part I always found for me was when I was exhausted and worn out that I knew I had to go and be the, you know, be the sort of the spark plug in yeah. the room because that's what's going to make it happen. Yeah. I also had a great, I had a great training as a, as an exec, district executive sure. who actually was, is still, still alive and still doing well off in, uh, I think he lives in Middlebury, but he was a, he was a corporate trainer for, for Goodrich. Sure. And he used to say, these are things that you need to be a good leader. And he'd write down a whole bunch of things. I can't remember what all of them were. But then he listed enthusiasm, and then he listed it again, and then he listed it a third time. Yeah. And it really stuck with me that it, it is enthusiasm that that is infectious, and it, it bridges... Sometimes lack of knowledge, it bridges lots of things when you're enthusiastic and if people see you're having fun, it's contagious and it grows. And I, I never forgot that. That was that was probably back in 19, that was before you were the Tiger Cup, let me just put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... I always found when I went to it, when I when I found myself in a tough room, I'd always, yeah, you know, I'd always go and you know start playing a game with, with some of the kids before I started talking to the adults. Like he's a person, he seems nice. Um, you know, a good lively game of duck duck yeah, duck yeah, with no yeah, with no goose yeah. is always fun. There's no running yeah. in duck duck duck. Yeah. Um, but it goes a long long ways. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to take that honest interest, and in, you know, my dad used to say, if you can fake sincerity, then you get it made. Yeah. Yeah. I also, which is kind of a corollary to the statement, you don't have to necessarily be organized. You yeah. just need to look organized. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you know, the being, being prepared is more of a mindset than is, you know, the be prepared, I always thought was more of a mindset. I mean, it's nice it to is. have the right it stuff, is but it's, it life is, is going to happen. You know, it's, you know, what yeah. do you do when it you is. don't have Nobody's the right perfect. stuff in your middle of nowhere? You know, yeah. Nobody's um, perfect. You know? Yeah. 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 And you know, have that that humor and that make it fun for everybody. That yeah. really helps. Yeah. But you know, it's at every level. You know, at every level it should be fun. It should be goofy. You know, it's yeah. okay to make a joke. At, you know, because you need those things. I mean, like one of the things I see a lot of, or you know, you know, for some reason, it's Cub Scout committees are always miserable. Were you having fun? That's the big. You know, if yeah. you're having fun, everything. Yeah. You know, all right. You know, the little. Yeah. You know, it smooths everything else out. It does. It does. So um, I think I've kept you for all, but I do want to let you talk about uh, the group you're working with now because I think they're doing some good work. Uh, before I let you go, I want to let you get a plug in for 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 the Joshua Trust. 
Oh, oh, okay, sure. I wasn't sure if you were referring to that. Yeah, I, I yeah. I was gonna um, talk, we, we talk about your feature film, but I think we'll probably go with the with the you know, <laughs> movie coming out. Yeah, in it's, the, the it's the it's the uh, largest land trust in in uh, land and conservation trust um, in in eastern Connecticut, and it's been gratifying to be a part of because it has a lot of similarities to me for scouting and that from scouting that it's a it's a volunteer driven organization that I mean people do the the kind of work that you could never pay anybody to do. Yeah. <laughs> like in scouting and, and uh where you, you just couldn't pay people to do some of the things that they'll do willingly when they're involved in a you know, a camp project or, you know, they're on a rainy camp out. It's it's that kind of of organization, and I, I started working with them on development and fundraising and, and uh, strategic planning and some things that that uh, have been kind of part of a growing process that uh, they're going through because they've been really successful as a as a volunteer organization. And and when you do that, you start having some growing pains, and uh, it's just been fun to to work with a enthusiastic group of people with a, a common mission to uh, uh, you know, maintain the, the quality of life here in, uh, in eastern Connecticut through preserving and maintaining trails and running programs and some of the kind of things we did in scouting yeah. um, for families to participate in. And uh, so it's been fun, Mike. Sure, um, and I w- we will have a link to the Joshua Trust website on the show notes page, which will be mikecooney.net slash three, and we'll also have a link to the fundraising book we talked about, Let's Have Lunch. You can find all that and, uh, and some more good stuff there. I want to thank Dave for giving up his Friday morning to, uh, to well, talk with it's us. Been my pleasure. It's always nice talking I think to it's, it's always great stuff, Dave, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll... Uh, Good luck with the Joshua Trust, and we will see you again soon. Yep. Sounds good, Michael. Take care. Thanks, Dave. Yep. All right. Yeah, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Grow Your Group Show. Visit MikeCooney.net to subscribe to the show for free, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>